Hey guys, just Josh here. Welcome to Ballarat Talks. Proudly sponsored by the Region Cinema. Jeez, you, yeah, you, yeah. you put the balls on the line there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> just, just, just. No, I moved, I moved out of home when I was 14, so it sort of comes Really? My face. Oh, the phone's going to ring off the hook. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys, with Holly New. Today's guest, I've, uh, I've come across her a, a few times. She brought a few cocktails in. What are these called? Amaretto Sour. Yeah, it's lovely. So it's like uh, the red uh, Starburst. Mm-hmm. Come across her a few times at a few weddings I've done recently. Um, we just keep bumping into each other. Uh, she started a business with her sister, named Studio Canvas, in 2020. Yep. Yep. Um, and her friends have told me to ask her why she used to drink OJ when she was younger at parties. <laughs> Welcome, Holly, and you to Bella Talks. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start with that for a start. Jeez. Gee whiz. Um, if it wasn't OJ, it was a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Which first impressions don't look very good. <laughs> what, what do you mean? What, what would you do with that? Why are we doing that? Well, everyone would be drinking alcohol. Yeah. And, and I would have peer pressure. an OJ or yep. water. Yep. At mm, maybe the age of 16 to nearly 18. That's okay, though. Which is the peak of drinking. Well, my peak was, of yeah. drinking yeah, yeah, started yeah. quite young. Yeah. <laughs> so I had my party phase really early. And then. But you weren't drinking, though. No. My party phase was before I was 16. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, what are we talking? 12, 11? No, a little bit older. Okay, yep. Um, And then I went through a really weird stage and I became, I, don't, I like went completely off alcohol. Yeah. Wouldn't take Panadol, went so weird. Okay. And then I'd go to parties and just drink orange juice Didn't or water. Didn't want to look like one. Yeah, I got you saying. Had to have something in my hand. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't go anywhere without my mum. <laughs> That's what, yeah, no, I've heard that too. She'd have to be at the front because <laughs> we've just been anxious or what? So anxious, like panic disorder. Okay. Like terrible. So I was like really normal from like, well, just up until then. Yeah. And then I actually don't remember when it happened, but I just went and just went so weird, like really weird. And you can't, there's no like pinpoint reason. There's no like... Not really. Um, I can't, yeah, I don't know. But I was like severely had social, no, what's it called? Separation anxiety from mum. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't go anywhere without her. And I'd be so worried of being stuck in places and stuck places and how the hell am I going to get home and blah, blah, blah. Yep. So, yeah, then I, I don't know why I went off alcohol, but I just did. And I think it was because I wouldn't have been in control. So I was like obsessed mm. with being in control of everything. Yep. And I remember I'd go to parties and be like, Mum, would you be free to take me to this party? And she'd be like, knowing that she'd have to be there for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, yes, I can take you. So she'd pack a few books or the paper. Just to read while you'd be in there. And we and all, then, would your friends know she was out the front though? Yeah. Okay. But I'd be like, don't tell anyone. Do not tell anyone yeah, that mum's out the front. Park up the street a bit. <laughs> so mum would park up the street a bit. And then um, I'd go to the party and I'd be messaging her saying, are you still out the front? You better not have left. <laughs> Do not fucking leave. <laughs> and then sometimes I would even just pop my head out the front of the party to make sure mum was still there. And I thought, all right, bit of relief. She's still there. Not that she would have ever left. I don't know why I was like that. But um, When did it stop then? How did that stop? I don't remember it stopping, which is so weird. But obviously, like, got help and stuff like that, which I probably only saw maybe a couple of counsellors and stuff like that. Yep. Still really didn't know what it was because back then anxiety was like never spoken about. 
Mm. So it sort of had been spoken about a little bit, but very rarely. So I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. I was like, I'm actually crazy. I was like this all the time. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. So it was so weird, but yeah, I don't really remember when it stopped, stopped but thank God it did. Yeah, well, I'm going to be rocking up. At, did you rock, um, rock up for boyfriends? Is that right? <laughs> Sort of got me notes. <laughs> so I had um, a boyfriend, Isaac, and he'd always invite me over to his family's house for dinner. And mm-hmm. I'd be freaking out, thinking, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I actually going to do this? So I'd be like, mum, I've been invited for dinner. You're going to have to come, but you're going to have to park around the corner and we will not tell anyone. You can't tell anyone. <laughs> me and she's you. like, you'll be right on your own. You'll be right. I'm like, mum, if you don't come, I can't go and I really need to go. So she'd park around the corner with a book and then somehow his mum ended up finding out and they were going, oh, invite your mum in for dinner, invite her in for dinner. I'm like, nah, she's all right. Anyway, she would wait out the front for a couple of hours and then I'd just get in the car and go home. (laughs) Fucking hell, Holly, it's heavy. I suppose these are things. Everyone has their their, their moments, you know. Um, Right, so first of all, talk about growing up. Take me back to the start. So you Ballarat? Yeah, Ballarat, never left. Never left, what school? Um, Ballarat High, Mm -hmm. left in year 11. Mm-hmm. Completed year 11, then left. Um, uh, that's when all the anxiety started happening. So I actually left school because I was so anxious. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So like even like, even going to like, can you remember when you were in primary school, were you going to school like like that sort of stuff too? Or like no. year seven or? Completely fine up until then. Just wow. came out of nowhere. Yep. Um, and yeah, I just got so anxious and ended up finishing year 11. But they, I wouldn't go on any excursions because I couldn't bring my mum. <laughs> Wow, it's crazy, isn't it? Looking back I know. At it though, so like... I actually failed on attendance because I couldn't go to any excursions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I ended up leaving, yeah, year 11 at the end. And then I became a dental nurse, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was sort of random. Um, I was doing that for about a year, maybe. How'd you go with that, though, not having your mum at the front of work? Like, what was... It was fine. I was getting a bit better, okay. but I'd be stressing like, is she going to pick me up? Yeah, okay. Is she going to pick me up? <laughs> is she going to remember to pick me up? <laughs> okay. What, did, what would you tell your friends though? Like if they're like, I'm not going on the excursion because, or they all knew. Oh, that. I'd just be like, oh, I'm not going to that. Okay. That was too so cool shit. for it. Sort of. Yeah. So you play it off like, I'm like yeah. I can't go anywhere without my mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, uh, school was good. I was a really naughty kid, mm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, was at school and I wasn't at school. I'd go to school, I'd wag. And being at Ballarat High School, like Mum never got cold, so I never like she never ever knew. Yep. Um, and then I got into the VCAL program, which was really good for me because I am not academic at all. That's where like you can do like a vet course and that, like with hairdressing and whatnot. Yep. Yeah, cool. Um, so I actually did that in year ten and eleven, and did teaching aid at Our Lady Help of Christian's Primary School. Mm-hmm. So I did that on the side. So at one point I was working two casual jobs, school, doing a vet course and also working at Our Lady Help of Christian, Christian's as well. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot. So I've worked since I was 14 and nine months and probably, yeah, not really never worked since then. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, did became a dental nurse after that and then ventured into other jobs and, yeah. <laughs> what other things are we talking about? Like what? Um, so I did dental nursing for a little bit. And then my mum actually passed away in 2016, so okay. three days after my 18th birthday. Oh. So from oh. there, I sort of that was over the summer period in December. So yep. I actually had about two to three months off, and then I just could not go back to dental nursing. It was just 
too much. To remind you too much of her or? Yeah, I won't. Oh, yeah. I feel like no, it's don't have to go into it. Yeah, that's fine. A bit gruesome. But yeah. Um, yeah, probably just didn't, yeah, didn't go back into that. Yeah. And then I moved out of home pretty much from then. So I had like all my stuff at dad's, but my parents separated when I was a lot younger. So I'd like lived with mum, just her and I for ages. And it was just her and I. Mm-hmm. And obviously I was obsessed with her, yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, dad was amazing and really like stood up and tried to help, but I just wasn't used to living with him. So it just felt really weird to do that. So I put all my stuff at dad's, not that I had a lot, but then I sort of, it almost was like I was couch surfing for three months. Like I'd be staying at one friend's and I'd be staying at another's. I might've stayed at another friend's for a week. I was just living out of my car and my bag. Yep. It was, yeah, it was weird, but. Is and this then, why you had a job or no job? Um, I think, yeah, I think I was, I think that's when I was off for those couple of months. I was sort of figuring out what I was doing. Yep. Um, and I'd stay at my sister's and at this point I couldn't sleep alone. <laughs> so it just got worse. Wow. So you just sleep with your sister? Or? So I was um, sleeping like with like friends at their houses and stuff like that. I mean, in girls. the same bed or what? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep, and right. then... When I stayed at my sister's, they obviously had partners. Mm-hmm. So I had to sleep on the floor on a mattress because I said, I can't sleep in my own room. <laughs> so I was just the biggest pest. Um, but thankfully, I got over that as well. But cool. yeah. And then... How'd you, how'd you get over it? Like, I, don't I actually the, the, don't know. Like, I can't remember just coming out of all this crazy stuff. Yeah. It was so weird. full on. Mm. I had a... It just reminds me of someone I, when you're saying you sleep with partners. Yeah. I'm very claustrophobic. Same. Yeah. You same with that? That's yeah. Why in the lift, I was like, if this doesn't get me up to the yeah, top we're done. floor, we're in trouble. I'm yeah. fucking done. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> like, can you sleep in a swag? Did la- uh, last year was the first time I've ever. Yes, yeah, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> and I, I ended up sleeping with one of my mates' mum and dad's up at the river mm. on, when I was like 19. And like, what are you doing? And it was two person or three person ten. And I said, I can't fucking sleep in a swag. And I need to sleep with you guys. <laughs> So I slept with his mum and dad. Anyway, move on. Go on. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, what was I saying? Sorry. You were saying that you were sleeping with the partners. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. In the room. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that was a little bit weird. And then I finally got my own place. So I was just renting with this other girl. We just got a place. Same bedroom then or? Got my own bedroom then. Well done. Yep. Cool. <laughs> that was a big step. <laughs> it's a big step, yeah. <laughs> so I got my own place um, with her. And it was like really financially struggled. Like I struggled so bad then. Yep. Um, I was then working at UFS. Oh, yeah. Um, because I I always knew I wanted to get into makeup, but it just wasn't a big thing. And it was it's more of a Friday, Saturday job. And I needed like consistent income and mm-hmm. I needed it then. Yep. So I got a job at UFS. The pay was horrific. Mm. Um, and then that sort of had like a bit of a makeup side to it. But like you would never go there to get your makeup done. Like nothing special. They do makeup there, or they they give like as in products. A lot of makeup products, like yeah. they do do makeup there, but do they? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Really outdated. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. Um, and then years and years ago, we had a tanning tent at Mum's house, mm-hmm. and Maddie and I used to tan each other all the time. And Mum would not care; like she was so easygoing. The tan would be all through the kitchen, like, and she'd just wipe it up, and just as long as we were having fun. Didn't care. Didn't care. Yeah, cool. um, so my mum was a hairdresser as well. So we've been brought up around beauty and hair and whatever. So I thought, oh, I'd love to get into tanning. Like I know how to do it. Maddie taught me years ago. So I bought this $30 tent off eBay, a $60 tanning machine. 
And I was like, maybe I could do a fundraiser. So I contacted Bondi Sands, which is like Australia's biggest tanning company. Mm-hmm. And they sent me six litres of free tan. Did they really? Yeah. What, were you, what was like, the fundraiser for? So I was like, okay, maybe I can get free tan, tan heaps of people yep. and donate all the money to be on blue. Cool. I like that. So anyway, um, just 18, just moved out of home, just lost my mum and working for like $9.40 an hour trying to survive. And now I'm starting a non-profitable fundraiser. And anyway, so they sent me the free tan. I got the stuff off eBay. I somehow created a logo and I was called Tans by Holly. So this was about six years ago. Mm-hmm. I'd work all day. I'd come home and Thursday nights I'd tan people from 5.45 to 10.30 at night, back to back, crazy. Like it was just so busy because I was only charging $15 a tan, which you just would not get in Ballarat. Yep. So I'd tan sometimes like 30 to 40 girls a night and hmm. get up and then go to work the next day. Wow. Is this this is just like a... It's the routine of a tan because I'm sort of tapering this off what girls do in the gym. I'm assuming it's either Thursday night or a Wednesday night. Thursday night usually. Thursday night. Mm. Then they develop overnight? Yep. Yeah. So back then you had to sleep in it and then wash it off in the morning. You don't do that anymore? No, now you can get like a two-hour tan and wash it off. Gotcha. And it's developed by the next day. Yep, cool. But anyway, yeah, so did that. um, And I think it took about three months to get rid of the six litres, which was a while, like working. You're pumping, yeah. uh, Yeah, If you're doing that many hours, yeah. Anyway, I I can't really remember how much I raised, to be honest. It wasn't a heap because I wasn't charging a heap. Yep. So then Tans by Holly became a thing. So like I was just so excited to get to the end and then start making a profit for myself once I'd done that little thing so i'd still do the same thing um and work and then do the tans and then work anyway then i actually picked up another job um for rest superannuation and it was a phone center so i was working like till 10 o'clock at night sometimes and then i really wanted to keep ufs and try getting to like double into a little bit of the makeup side so i'd work there on a saturday mm-hmm. and then go to the call center during the week and then do tans after hours what's, so the, was, what's the call center entail what are you doing there literally just answering calls and I had no idea what I was doing so I actually unplugged my phone <laughs> so my so I couldn't answer the calls yeah <laughs> and then it was it probably went on for like a week and a half until the manager realized and he come over and he was like oh there's heaps of calls coming through and you're not seeming to pick them up and I was like oh I haven't received one call and then he realized it was unplugged and I was like fuck I really need to quit because I do not know what I'm doing here <laughs> he didn't fire you uh no I, I did get a warning yeah yeah because yeah, i was fair. um staring the office up a little bit yeah. just making some banter but <laughs> 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 any any reason to get out yeah that's fair yep um but yeah so i was doing that for a little bit and then yeah tans by holly sort of created um and i always knew i wanted to get into makeup but i didn't have the funds to go to school i didn't have any i could not afford to start a makeup kit i couldn't do anything so i just had to work heaps mm-hmm. um and then tans by holly was obviously in cash so i was trying to save cash but i was obviously needing to spend it on food and everything like that yep um and then i ended up moving out of that house after the year or whatever it was and then moving in with my sister and another friend and then that was sort of when i started tans. so that i uh, sorry makeup and that would have been about five years ago with with them or who was that just by yourself by myself yeah yeah so tans by holly went for about a year mm-hmm. And then I changed to Made by Holly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and this $30 tanning tent I took to every house. It was in every garage. It was fucking freezing. Ballarat winter, girls would just be freezing. And I'd just tan after tan after tan, bring them through the whole house. It was so unprofessional. Yeah, that's <laughs> but okay. That's how it starts, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so then I saved up enough money and put myself through um, a private institute in Melbourne for makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a Saturday thing. So that meant I had to give up Saturday work, which was hard as well. Um, but yeah, that only goes for about eight weeks. And then I put myself through another like advanced course where you learn more in depth looks and stuff like that. So I did that, which was an, yeah, another eight weeks. And then obviously was trying to build up my kit on the side, which mm. literally costs thousands. Cause makeup. So, what's, what, so run me, how much was the course? Was that- um, the courses together were close to four grand. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then your kit, what's and the kit then, worth? Oh, my kit at the moment would probably be worth six or over. Is that the stuff I see on the bench, obviously, when I go to film? There's a lot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like a little bit of it. Okay. So it does cost a lot to set up, but once you set up, you know, you're pretty so, right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And you just sort of add to it. So I did the makeup course and then I had a spare room at home. So I just made it into this little beauty room and I started doing like makeup from home. And I just remember doing my first client just shitting myself. But then, yeah, it just kept happening. And I just, I think I started off as $65. Yep. Um, and my first client then is still my client now. Awesome. So, so 65 really cool. bucks, how long does it take you? An hour. An hour. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty good. Like well, it was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. back then. Yeah. Definitely. Huge. Mm. Um, and is this just for them to go out dancing or is this for them to go? It'd be more back then. It was more events like um, graduations gotcha. or 21st yep. and that sort of thing. But now people get their makeup done for pretty much anything because no one has the makeup or they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. So it's become really big, which is good. Who does your makeup? Um, I normally do my own. I've had it done twice, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've had it done by Bella from Isabella Grace. Bella? Okay. Don't know Bella. Sorry, yeah. Bella. Yep. Um, and Nat from the Makeup Hub. Nat. I tried Nat. Yeah. Yeah, she's a ripper. She's good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, yep. Continue on. So you do your, your first client. Yep. And then where we go from there, we go... Sorry, sorry. I forgot a little bit. So, yeah, it was Tans by Holly for a year. Yep. And then I knew I didn't want to do just Tans. So, like, I'm going to have to come up with a new business name. So, I became Made by Holly. So, I was doing Tans and makeup. And then I was like, what more can I do? I absolutely fucking hate my job during the week. And makeup is just like a weekend thing. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do... I want to work for myself. Yeah. So, really, by this stage, I hadn't really worked in the makeup industry or the beauty beauty industry other than just going straight in and going out on my own. Mm-hmm. So I still had, it was almost like started off as a side hustle and I started to work full time. Yep. Um, so I then left UFS and the call center and I worked for doctors, which was just a nine to five. And I did makeup on the Saturdays and tans after hours still. Um, I then got rid of the Friday and just worked four days and started doing more and more makeup. And then, yeah, so I was trying to figure out what else would I enjoy doing in this industry. So I sent myself down to Melbourne again through another private institute in St Kilda. I can't really remember what it was called, this lady. Um, And I learned brows and lash lifts. So Mm -hmm. that's more of like something you can offer during the week that people would get. So then I started doing that, which was really good. Um, And at the start, I didn't really think I loved brows, like doing brows, but I definitely do. Like that's pretty much all I do during the week is brows and lashes Mm -hmm. until it gets to Thursday. Um, and then I started doing that. And then one day I just remember, what the fuck am I doing? I hate my job. I've worked 
all the time. I make hardly any money for the hours that I work. Like I'm just scraping in. I live out of home. I party on the weekends. I need I need to change this. Like I just hate going to work. And it got to a stage where I'd be at work and people were like, are you all right? I just thought, looking around, I thought, you're 47, I'm 18, you're on $22 an hour, I'm on $22 an hour, I do not want to become you. Mm. <laughs> Get me the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember I walked in one day and I said, um, I'm quitting. I'm not coming back. And they were just, they. I feel like they sort of knew that that's you what was happening. Do you think you obviously your work was obviously affected? Like you're just not there. You're there, yeah. but not there. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, get me out of here. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, I'd been really working hard on socials. I'd been doing a few collabs with like through my business page. Yep. With um, collabs with who? Who did I work? Like just other small brands, like lipstick brands. Um, I did, I don't know if you know, this lady or not her name is Sophie Keisha she's like an influencer from Melbourne okay. went down and did her makeup for her yep. pajama label yep. um just little things like that cool. just to get my name out there mm-hmm. um and then when I quit I just went absolutely ham yeah, the day good. I quit no the day I announced I quit I was coming back from Melbourne after I did that lady's makeup and I just thought I just need to absolutely smash socials and just try and make a name for myself well, I think you've, you're already which I think you've done it the perfect way was you you built something on the side already mm. which was probably already making more than your old job mm. and then you had that freedom to be like well i can do it like yeah rather than being i think a lot of people try they get really excited about business and they go righto i'm doing it yeah there's no nothing coming in straight away like they don't have anything on the side coming in it's just like going from this to this makes it very very hard to transition yeah it was like a very easy transition i would say definitely because i did have that side hustle like i was getting cash on the side and making clients yeah and like i definitely wasn't booked every day when i um like went out on my own Mm -hmm. but it happened really quickly which was so cool um and it was just so weird to be like oh i'm not working today or i'm not starting till 11 today or you know like everything i'm doing i love and it doesn't feel like work and i'm getting paid for it yeah like it's just like what the fuck cool feeling yeah Yeah. it's really cool um so yeah i did that and then i think everyone in the house that I was with was sort of going their own ways. So I actually moved into my dad's house, mm-hmm. which was great. It was weird, but it was good. Back in with your dad? Yeah, dad, yeah that like was it. actually yep. moved in. Yep. Um, and he had a spare room out the back and like is in, in the house. He's like, yeah, you can use that. That's fine. And dad worked away heaps for work. So he wasn't there a lot. And he was happy for me to use the room. Mm-hmm. And it sort, I was sort of just like got to this point where I was like, okay, dad, you need to stop answering the door in your dressing gown. <laughs> Like, fuck, I'm trying to run a business and I've got my dad answering to my clients in the dressing room. What's he say? Fuck off, this is my house. And I was like, oh my God, dad, you can't do that. Like, what the hell are you doing? Anyway, so yeah, sort of just went from there. I was like, okay, I really need to get my own place again. (laughs) It was so funny though. Like I would have girls coming in for tans and dad would be like, uh, yep, come through. Holly's just out the back. And then dad would be like, Holly, your clients are here. Oh, I'm like, no. dad, I know. I booked them in. <laughs> big Stew. I met Big Stew. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I bumped into, I didn't know it was your dad, but I bumped into him at Capehill Creek. I just randomly started talking oh, to him really? about, I think at the time he was building Starbucks. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, he's finished that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So then I, I didn't know that it was your dad. Mm, he's a funny man. He is. Very funny. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up, I had a, partner this time so i ended up moving out of dad's got a rental with him and yep. did it from there so tens by holly made by holly is still made by holly at this point mm-hmm. i'd gone to like four or five different houses and people were still following yeah, cool. so and then 
where it became Studio Canvas, we were in lockdown and I always, always wanted a shop. Um, it was just about like getting there mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And then I finally convinced Maddie, which is the co-owner of Studio Canvas, which is my sister who does hair. Mm-hmm. I said, Maddie, you need to go out on your own. Like seriously, just go out on your own, rent a chair somewhere. So she rented a chair somewhere. Um, in the lockdown, hairdressers could still work, but beauty couldn't. Yep, I remember. The first yeah. Like, yeah, lockdown. So she was still working heaps and I was at home. I still have the piece of paper. It's like the shittest drawing ever. I've drawn like a shop, like a... Um, like a floor plan. Yeah, a yeah. floor plan. And I've like drawn things, which is so weird. And there's a few. Um, and the shop that we have today is like one of the floor plans that I've drawn. You should frame so it. should put it up. Oh, it's shocking. But yeah, yeah cool. not drawn to scale or anything. But yeah, so then Maddie was renting a chair. Um, we'd spoken about like, we're going to open something. Then we were fiddling through names and like what our aim was and blah, blah, blah. Um, so then as soon as we sort of got the okay and got the space. Um, How long did it take you to get space? Well, we were actually really lucky. So the actual space, um, my dad owns. Oh, perfect. Um, and it was really hard to get. He, I think when we asked if we could rent it off him, he didn't think we were that serious. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, th- I don't think he realized how big the industry is yep. and how big it's going to keep getting. Um, and me being, I think I was 21, oh, no, it must have been 20, yeah, 21 mm-hmm. I opened. So um, being that young, I just don't think he thought I knew what I was doing, to yep. be honest. How did the, so do you have a lease in place or not? Like, is that all just like? My dad is like to the dollar, to the GST, we pay absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's very, blah, 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 like, cool. yep. nothing is cheap. Love it. <laughs> and good nothing dad. is free. Like that. Yep, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when we asked dad if we could rent the space, he's like, no, you can't rent it. Like, no, like, what? no. And then we're just like, what the fuck? Like, surely we can rent the space. <laughs> anyway, there was someone in it at the time. She was leaving. Anyway, and dad's like, you can't have it. Like someone's in it. And we're like, well, their lease is ending in September. So could we potentially have sign a lease then? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he'd just get really stressed about it. And we're just like, well, what are we going to do? So I actually contacted agents and started looking around at other places. I just thought he's not going to lease it to us. Yep. Anyway, Karma come and bit him on the ass. And the girl that was in there ended her lease early. So he messaged me and said, hey, potentially if you did want that shop like what are your plans what are you thinking of doing how much we talk and how much we pay literally (laughs) and i was like all right don't give him much and i was like well i don't know dad i've been looking at other places (laughs) 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 you know um anyway we sat down we come came to a discussion so dad was really good and he did give us like a month or two free while we're renovating in coronavirus Mm -hmm. um it did take us five months to renovate though i think or six a bit going on yeah so we ripped from floor to ceiling we had every trade in there yep um my dad is a site supervisor or something like that yeah. yeah so his job is to direct all trades to get the job done yep um dad did not help one bit in that sense so i'm in there every day maddie's making the money i'm in there can't work and i'm directing all these trades i don't know if the plumbing comes before this trade i don't know Mm. when this trade comes in i'm organizing everything to find trades hard to get no we were really lucky actually we knew nearly well yeah we knew nearly every trade so it was good and supplies were easy to get then so that Mm. wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. um but it was so stressful Uh, there was times where i'm like maddie i'm gonna fucking buy you out i cannot deal like Buy, you buy, to, I was going to buy Maddie out because we were just fighting like cat and dog. Is it because you were doing the work and she wasn't? Yeah, yeah. but she couldn't help because she I had know. the work. It gets hard. Like it's a very... I was going to... That was actually one of my questions. Mm. How do you go working with your sister? Because mm. I find... I don't know. You wouldn't have a partnership agreement in place, obviously. 
Mm. You don't have like something in writing to say if this happens. I think there is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. There is something. Yeah. Um. Just... So find like partnerships in that. My dad always warned me to stay away from them. Mm. And my business partner and I are really really good. Harley, like we've had probably probably two like not disputes, but we always have a very civil sit down conversation. See it from both angles. Mm. And what do you think is appropriate and whatever. But with your sister and family, I think it's pretty tough. Are you still it's, fighting now or no? Like no. No, you're pretty um, good. It's, yeah, it's actually really good. But at the start, I just thought, like, I was there every day yeah. talking to trades, organising everything, picking colours, like, come up with a name, talking to the graphic designer, like, trying to work out a website, a booking system, like, just everything behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so much. And I just thought, what the fuck? Like, I'm so sick of doing this and I'm making no money. Yeah. Like, it was just so. We're not pulling your weight, Maddie. Yeah, <laughs> but she was making the money, yeah. um, and she could like she was helping where she could. But like, yeah. obviously, I was not working, so obviously, I'm going to do as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it slowly started to come along, but I just remember being in there one day, and there was trades coming up to me after one another. Like, what do you want me to do here? I think this is too million. I don't know what this is. Do you want that here? And I was just like. I don't care what happens, just get the fucking job done and walked out. And I was just like, oh my God, I just sound like the biggest bitch, but fuck, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then I just kept thinking, surely dad could be here helping. But anyway, he was at work as well. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, got it done, got it open. And then that's when this, that's when me and Maddie were like at each other all the time because I'm like... When you first opened? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was fine, but... Like you said, being sisters, you can like say something yeah. that you wouldn't say to an employee. Yeah. So we're sort of doing that a bit, but then we get over things in like five minutes and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was expecting a lot and I have really high expectations. And I think because I built, not that I built it, but I started all my clients from six years ago and have been out on my own from then mm-hmm. and started the Instagram that long ago. Like I was taking a lot of pride in that and keeping it going because that's how people are going to know us. Yep. Um, so, and she didn't understand that sort of thing. And she doesn't know, like she doesn't do the socials that much. She tries to dabble in a little bit, but. What's the difference now? Like how do you. Um, well, it's really good now. We've got people that work with us. So that breaks it up. But how did you, um, I suppose, become a little bit less bitter at her? Because you obviously had something there that was like, I put so much work into this and you haven't done this yeah. at that time. What was the... Um, I can't really remember. I think she sort of mellowed out a bit, a bit and realised, yeah, you are right. And I realised, okay, I'm being a psycho bitch. I need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and she is helping, but we just, we have different roles and she's really good at some things and I'm not so good at them and vice versa. So like Maddie's really hands-on and she would be an extrovert, really good at talking to clients and she's unreal at what she does mm-hmm. um i'm really good obviously with my clients and what i do as well but i i'm like all about the business behind the scenes yeah. i'm i'm like trying to get it thriving i'm trying to keep it going i'm trying to find the next exciting thing like really always trying to work on the business yeah. um and like i do all the pays and all that sort of stuff so i do do probably more things in that sense but then maddie's really good at coordinating the girls and like i don't know anything really about the hair side so yeah. she's good in that sense so sure. i've just sort of come to terms where each have, I, your, I don't want each have your thing. I, yeah, yeah, I don't need her to be me yep. and I don't need to boss her around. <laughs> good. I like that. So it's good now, yeah. So how can you, well, if you want to share, do you guys do uh, like you pay each other, you pay yourself a wage and then you do a dividend or are you guys doing what you earn is what you keep? Yeah. What you earn is what you keep? Yeah. yeah. So 
like yeah whatever i work mm. is what i take home and same for maddie yep. um so we actually have our own like fpos machines yeah so you come to me you pay me directly that's you a, go to money i think it's a better way to do it it's so good it gets it, it gets get, too messy yeah. like if i take time off and i'm still drawing a wage yeah. then like that's just so unfair that's where the that's where people get i like that because you've done well there yeah do you look to expand your business in the future like are you going to go into anything else like hire rooms out or, is there any more rooms in there Mm-mm. No. Where is it? Where is the business located? Um, we're located at 23 Harold Street, which is just the old strip of shops in Wendery. Uh, are you, uh, yeah, I know you are. H- Howard or Howard? Harold. Harold. Okay, fuck, there's <laughs> a lot of haters going on there. Um, yeah, I think I know where you are. That's like towards, is it towards the basketball court or not? Basketball centre? Like, sort of, Like yeah. on the, so it's like that side of town, but on the right-hand side of that? Mm-hmm. I think, uh, sort of near the grammar high school. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Cool. So no more people coming in. It's actually had someone asked me this morning when I was asking questions. Um, it will expand. Mm-hmm. Just the space. To what? The space will. We're going to stay in the same space for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the goal eventually is to work less. Also, oh, as in, like you just. Yeah, we'll, we'll de- there will definitely be more members coming in, and hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, but I don't, at this point, I do have something that I do want to do. Um, I just don't know if I've got enough, enough space to do that at the moment. The one that I think is interesting around, I don't know if you call this class in the beauty sector, um, is injectables. Like Botox and whatnot. Yeah. Seems, I, I didn't understand how many people actually get it done. Mm. It's crazy. It's big. It's huge. And it's so expensive. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think that's a really hard industry to get into mm. um, when you're new at, well, anything that you're new at, especially injectables. Realistically, I would never... Is it somewhat dangerous? Like, it's a bit scary to... Like... Well, I think you have to be a nurse okay, first and then you do that. But um, injectables, you're not just going to go to anyone, yeah. really. Um, so I think it's a very hard bit of the industry to create a clientele and go out on your own straight yep. away. But there's definitely money in it and... It's just it's just a slow process, I think. I don't understand the lip. Can you can you explain that to me? Oh my god, the just lips. The lip, just the top lip, and I, it sort of looks like they've got a mustache. It's like a blown out asshole. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good description. Isn't it? Like just it looks a real vivid image. It just yeah. looks like it's gonna burst. Yeah, they're Crazy. bad. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so that's a definite no for the person no. that asked that. Um, what's your advice for anybody trying to set up the business? Like, do you have any advice for? Um, I my advice would be go in with absolutely no fear. And I know that sounds probably unrealistic and not believable, but I had a lot of client, like a lot of people saying, "Oh, that would have been so hard for you opening in the middle of COVID. Like, were you scared of opening?" And I was thinking there was one point where I was like, "I've actually never thought that. Like, yeah. I'm not scared. What am I going to lose money? Yeah, fuck it." Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is go in. If you, at the end of the day you've given it a go, if you make it, you do. If you don't, you don't. But I just think everything you do is leading you to where you're meant to be. Um, and if you go in half, uh, like half-hearted, you're not going to make it. Yeah. So I think, a, and, and in the industry, a lot of people think that beauty and hair is an easy path. You're not going to make it, and unless you're in it and you're good at what you do and you're confident and you're willing to learn more. Yeah, I think yeah. So in any industry, how many weddings are you doing a just popped in my head? How many weddings are you doing a, a year? 
Um, at the moment, we have done like close to 30 already this year, I think. 30 this year already? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's big. Is it like your biggest thing? Like that's like your... Um, so, well, that just is like a Saturday, Friday, Saturday sort of thing. But yeah, I guess that's a seasonal thing as well. Um, this is the big, biggest wedding season ever, anyone's ever seen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a big thing, I guess. I, I like. I feel like everything is a big thing. There's not one thing in our business that you're like that's the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. What about competition around town? How big are we? Is there many? I don't believe there's any competition. <laughs> oh, savage, Jesus. <laughs> no, not in um that sort of way. But I feel like everyone has their own market. Um, there's gyms everywhere. There's salons on every corner. Yep. Um, there's fucking cafes on every corner. I've never once looked at another business and thought, oh, they're doing so much better than us. Let's copy them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, my clients are obviously authentic. They've come from six years ago, a lot of them. Maddie's yep. been in the industry for nine. Um, and we just do what we specialize in and what we like and we just focus on us and our team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, there's not, yeah, and I know that sounds so weird to believe, but there's definitely, so, like, if anything, I would say um, that there's a lot of, new salons coming in that are really nice looking but yep. I don't think the service is there because you've seen it or because um, when you're in the industry I don't know if it's the same as yours but you get other people's jobs coming in that you can actually physically see the okay. work yeah you know but are they, when you're saying oh, as you're talking about um, hair brows that gotcha. sort of thing yes but not like the makeup won't like you won't be saying that shit because it washes off obviously yeah but you do hear yeah and that's fine like you, you would get not ever like people would have heard maybe shit about us who we would never know yeah um and but yeah i just don't think there's competition well in any industry really because i just think like i'm out there to get what i want yeah and that's all i'm worried about yep so run me through day then so we've got monday to monday so there's a monday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday the same monday i work tuesday to saturday yep tuesdays i work five hours I think mm-hmm. eight to one. Yep. Usually just brows and lashes, so lash lifts. Yep. Um, Wednesdays I just do nine thirty to five thirty. I think. Yep. Same thing. Um, Thursdays is nine till seven thirty. That's a lot of spray tans. Nine a.m. till seven thirty. Yep. Cool. Yep. A lot of spray tans. Still a lot of brows and lashes. Um, sometimes makeup, depending what's on. Friday. Sometimes makeup as well, like did a fair bit of makeup today. Mm-hmm. Did a bit of everything today, actually, which was fun. And Saturday, purely just makeup. And that's mostly weddings? At this point, yeah. Okay. Um, so between January this year and at the end of April, I will have only worked in the salon two Saturdays. Still doing weddings, but every other Saturday I've been out doing the weddings. Flight weddings, obviously. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, we haven't had any bad brides or anything. We've been really lucky. So good fun. Never had a bad bride. Never had like a, a not that you probably want to say, but no, yeah. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, lucky. A lot of our it. brides are our clients. You know. I was gonna say it seems like every time I think you've known the person mm. that I've seen. Yeah. Um, where do you think the industry's headed then in the next sort of five to ten years? Do you reckon there's anything new that's going to be hitting the makeup market or? Um, I don't know, but. I think things are always changing, not so much what's what new is going to come in, but like brows, for instance, they're always changing makeup looks. Like people used to want the most heaviest makeup 
colored eyes, yep. crazy makeup, big lashes, thick, dark eyebrows. And now it's like, just make me look natural and glowy. Did you see the ad that, Dove, I think it was Dove did the other day? No. So they did a ad on, so this girl had done the makeup and everything, but everything was just done in reverse. And they were just talking about you're beautiful the way you are without yeah. putting so much makeup on and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so right. It just seems like the trend is like a lot less, yeah. obviously, than what was before. Yeah. So I think there's definitely room for trends to come in and trends to leave, but I don't really know what else big would come in. What trends do you hate now? Yeah, yeah, trends that you like fucking laminated eyebrows. Or um, no, I do like a laminated eyebrow. Um, what trends do I hate? I don't think I really hate. I think the trend that's at the moment really good. It's all really natural, like really natural tan if you're getting a spray tan. No one wants like on scalp bleach blonde hair, really. Well, I'm talking on for my, our yeah. clientele, but yep. um, makeup's really natural. Everything's just really natural. It's really nice. Yeah. Mm. You, you're natural blonde? No. What are you? Um, I Well, I am a blonde, but I get my hair. I don't know. It's weird. When you start dyeing your hair blonde, I feel like it looks, your natural hair looks darker. But I do yeah. get, um, it's called balayage. So it's blonde, but not right to the root. So you still have your natural color. Gotcha. Yeah. And you use no knack. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Is that what it's called? You... The purple shampoo? Oh, uh, no, I just use normal shampoo. Yeah, I do like the purple stuff Mm-mm. and it keeps like the... No? Is that not a thing? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. My hair, but my natural hair is so light that I don't really need to... To do it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so obviously being about your whole life. Mm-hmm. Run me through your favorite. Do you, you obviously do you go out much or not now? No, you've been working. Yeah, mm-hmm. run me through your favorite places. Actually, let's do one better. Run me through your favorite wedding venues for a start. Ooh, okay. Um, probably Willow and Stone. I do really like Willow and Stone. Um, there's a new wedding venue in Ballarat, which is so nice because sometimes I feel like wedding venues get overdone. Mm-hmm. Don't you reckon? Well, there's probably not that many. There's of them, not that so, many, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like when you're there all the time, all the time it's not new thing. and exciting yeah. for you. Where's the new one? Um, it's called Warren Heap Villa, and it's just a little bit outside Ballarat. I think my friends might have just booked. Oh, really? Uh, ne- oh, they booked 2024, maybe. Yeah, probably. They're, they're a long way away. That's really cool. They want to do like, do they do food trucks on that there? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I reckon yep. that was the one. Yeah. So that um yeah is new. It's like beautiful gardens. They're getting a proper marquee awesome. set up and. Yeah, so that's probably that's cool. one of my faves now. Oh, you've been there? Yeah, oh, I cool. did the first wedding there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. It was really cool. Uh, what about in Ballarat in terms of like cafes or bars? Or? Um, went to Renard the other night. That was really good, actually. Is that the first time? Hmm. Oh, I'd been there once before, but only just for a quick drink. But yeah. I actually had a few drinks there and something to eat. Yep, it's quite nice. So that was good. Um, love Pancho. Yes, I haven't been. Really? Yeah, I've got to go. Really oh, good. Yep. I really like that sort of stuff, though. Um, Roy's Megas. Mm-hmm. Haven't been to Megas. Heard that's good mm. too. Awesome. There's a few good restaurants going around. Um, right, let's do some questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> we giggle. So you've obviously I sent these to you. So let's just see see where you're at with them. Uh, what's something people would be surprised to know about you? Um, I I'm actually an introvert. Wow, that sort of makes sense from what you were saying at the start. Yeah, which is weird. Like, I am an extrovert probably when I'm comfortable, definitely. When you know someone. And, like, in my job, I would be an extrovert. Yep. Um, 
But like, I'm really content with just doing my own thing, being by myself. I'd rather hang out with two people than 10. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I feel like people think that I'm really outgoing and loud and confident and that sort of thing. But I am in the right setting, I guess. But I was going to say, your friends would probably think that. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, I am, I would say I'm shy to new people, sort of. I don't think I've talked to you much while I've been at weddings. Yeah. I think that's what you're like. I don't think we've talked much at all, actually. Yeah. Pretty crazy. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) The first time we met, didn't even know it was fucking you. How awkward was that? Oh, you're holding you. Oh, whoops. (laughs) Um, What do you love most? What do I love most? Um, Well, obviously family and friends. Mm -hmm. But food. (laughs) Food, yeah, foodie. Fuck, I just love food. I literally just think, okay, wake up, breakfast. After racing, what's for lunch? Then lunchtime, I'm thinking, yum, what's for dinner? In the whole, like, I eat chocolate every single day. Are we talking a couple of squares, though? Are we talking a Not a block, block. But, like, I'll dabble into a few little bits of chocolate, perhaps have an ice cream at night. Like, I'm always after something sweet. Yeah. But, yeah, fruit. It just, like, that's what I look forward to all the time. Okay, cool. Like that. Uh, what, are you, what are you most afraid of? Um, I don't know. It's probably just losing someone close to me which is like i feel like any that's pretty much yeah everyone's yeah yeah but like other than that i'm not too afraid of anything else other than spiders but (laughs) (laughs) fucking freaky uh what's something someone said to you that's never left you or like um yeah that's just stuck with you forever um i'm trying to so dad actually said to me once Imagine, say you think you're going to live roughly to about your eight, like your 80, mm-hmm. um, the ruler of life. So he was like, imagine an 80 centimetre ruler and my dad's 57. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm here. I've got this much to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so just live every day as much as you possibly can when you can because life is so short. Yep. And I was like, that's so true when you actually look at it in that sense. In that sense, And yeah. you've lived pretty much your whole life nearly already. Yep. Yeah. Still a lot of years though. It is a lot of years. I look at it as we, so from what, zero to 18, you haven't really lived your own life. Mm -hmm. You've had to go to school. You've had to live with your parents. You haven't really been able to do what you want. And you start living sort of, I suppose, just after that, which is what, how old are you now? 23, did you say? 24? So really five years of what you really want to do. Mm. It's not very long when you look at the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's not. Ages, Holly. Um... I've taken one of these questions off, or maybe I didn't send it to you. Was there another, uh, something about, fuck, I forgot that last question. What's, oh, something about being vulnerability. What, do you have any vulnerability things that you're, maybe some things that you know in yourself, insecurities, that type of stuff? Um, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, what? Um, I don't know. There'd be a lot. Like, I feel like I would never just sit here and say I'm 100% happy with myself. Mm. Um, I've, I've actually, I've probably, my body, I know that sounds so weird, but like I've actually always struggled with weight, not as in being too overweight, but like just my image. Yeah, like you just got your own image, image body image. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, which has gone on for years, actually. Like, so that stems from or not? I don't know. Like it actually started when I went all weird when I was younger. Yep. I was going on these crazy diets yep. and like I was 
doing shakes and stuff like it was so weird and i was so small i was 47 kilos and i thought i was huge social media well i don't know it wasn't really i don't know if it was like something you know i was obsessed with being in control yeah um unless it was something like that but like i wouldn't say i have a disorder or anything um like i still i eat whatever and that sort of thing but it's more just like actual body image yeah so i'd say that's probably the biggest thing and i'm always i probably am always obsessing over like i would very rarely go to maccas and not be hungover or if i'm eating something bad or already be thinking regretting it before i even eat it but not so much like with chocolate and stuff more like deep fried and like real heavy shit i know it's gonna make me feel like shit yeah okay but yeah Hmm. um do you have any mentors anyone that you really look up to could be around town could be um instagram i was thinking about this and i don't have someone that i like just someone on their own but i the people i do look up to are people who like haven't been handed everything have maybe like even if that's if this is a mum or a kid or someone, but they're giving it a go and really trying to make something of themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I just, I think people like that who are trying to make something of themselves and really give stuff a a go. Yeah, have a crack at it. Yeah, Yeah. in any way. Cool. It's good, yeah. Love that one. Uh, Who would you like to see on the podcast next? Lisa's a hard one. Um, But I did think of someone. Mm -hmm. Jark the Queen. Do you know him or her? No, no. So it's Jake Farnsworth. And he. Uh, did I see. Yeah. Ma- married recently? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At did Warren Heat Villa. Oh, that was that one out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did see that somewhere. Um, someone's... So I feel like she would be great on the podcast. Is there a twin? Is that twin? No. No. Okay. There's another Farnsworth of the twins. I can't remember. It was a while ago. Okay. Cool. I like that. Hmm. Uh, anything else you want to share with the listeners before you go? Um, no. That is it for me. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, team. Once again, would appreciate any reviews you've got down below. Have a great day.